What's up, Hyperfast Nation? On this episode of the show, we are giving you another live look, our last live look, actually, at the 2023 Hyperfast Agent Summit that was held in October in Arlington, Virginia. And we're bringing back Carrie Scholl, multiple billion dollar real estate agent, speaker, coach, team leader, helped thousands of real estate agents build better businesses. And on today's episode, she has a special talk on seven things that she learned from being in the right rooms. Let's go. Hi guys. James was amazing. And what I'm noticing is we're gonna need to shift things up a little bit. So everybody stand up. If you're at the bar, come on over. I'm gonna have you fill in these seats. Come on. There's too much value in what I'm about to share with you to have you having separate conversations. Come on over. If you are in the back, come on up. You're going to fill in seats. You know why? Because I'm a mom, and I am also a real estate agent, and I know how hard it is to focus this long. Is anybody losing focus? Yes, I know that. I know you well. Come on, you people in the back that are starting to drift into Instagram, come fill in these seats. I need you all up here. Okay. They're switching out my slides. So something important. Thank you for standing with me. Let's stretch for one second. Just like, you know, stretch it out. Here we go. We're on the home stretch. And guess what happens after this? Wine. It's a beautiful thing. You stragglers in the back, come on. I want all these seats filled in. You guys may sit down. Besides, if you're in the back, you have to come to the front. Come on. We're mixing up the energy. I'm making sure. Thank you, Latney. Come on down. Somebody come with Latney. Come on. Right here. You guys from the bar, come fill in the seats. Let's go. Okay. So, something I must share with you. Um, in 2010, I almost got out of the business. How many of you guys knew that? In 2010, I almost quit real estate. I've been in the business for two years. I was at a Remax. I was really isolated. And I don't even like to pee alone. I don't. I will always bring someone with me if given the choice so we can keep talking while we pee. So can you imagine as a solo agent how I felt? Sometimes it's really isolating. Who's a solo agent out there right now? Right? Sometimes you want to share what's going on with somebody and there's nobody there that is where you are, right? So. For me, without being in the right room and having social proof that teams existed, I would have thought I was on the wrong career path and I would have got out of the business. Instead, I got a piece of junk email and ended up in a real estate conference, much like this. And you know what I saw? I saw other leaders that were where I would want to go. It gave me the inspiration that I could build something so that I would have a team around me. So today, I'm going to share, I, I shared this with somebody when we were at the bar. Um, COVID for me was like acid on my soul. Anyone else? Like, I don't like to be alone, and there's no events. There's a lack of collaboration. And so being back in the room, I spent three weeks in a row. You guys saw that I have four kids, right? Two, four, six, and eight. Can you imagine that? Anyone have more than four kids? Nobody? Oh, I thought there would be like one of you that we could give a round of applause. It's a lot having four kids. 
So being away for three weeks is a huge investment of time. But I did it because I knew that it would rejuvenate our business. It would rejuvenate me as an entrepreneur and give me tons of ideas. So I'm going to share the things I learned. Number one, use risk reversal. Okay? Do you think people are more on edge than they've been in the past? Yes or no? Yes, they are more on edge, right? I'm driving and people are like beeping at me when I have my turning signal on. I'm like, what is happening? People are stressed out, right? So when they're nervous, how can we give them the gift of confidence, right? How many of you guys, if you're honest, are a little nervous right now in your business, in your life, you're on edge about something, right? So there's two examples. There's sellers, how do we give them con confidence, and agents. So let's start with sellers. What are sellers nervous about? You can yell this out, we don't need Havana. What are sellers nervous about in today's market? Not getting at the same price because of interest rates, right? What if there's no buyers? What if I put my home on the market and it doesn't sell, right? So why is a seller worried about inventory? They don't know how to move up or down because of a lack of inventory. Absolutely. Okay, so let me ask you something. If your goal is to reverse the risk for the seller with some of those concerns that you guys just talked about, what if they don't get the highest price? What if it doesn't sell? What if they don't get the results? How can you approach that? Your home sold in 30 days or we'll sell it for free. So how many of you guys know about guarantees for sellers, right? We also have them for buyers. So one of the things I realized in going back in these rooms is a lot of building my career early on when I didn't have a ton of experience in this side of the world, in the resale side, I did it by guarantees. I used a lot of risk reversal where I took on the risk as the agent and helped, had the seller feel more comfortable, okay? So this is one example. If the seller's worried, what if no one buys? You say, well, I'm willing to step up, and if I can't get the result for you in 30 days, I'm willing to sell it for free. Let me ask you guys something. Any of you feel nervous about making that commitment right now? If it's priced correctly, will it sell? If it doesn't sell, how bad is it if you have to do it for free? This is the question I asked myself because I was at this real estate conference in 2010 and everybody that was really, really, really successful had all of these risk reversal techniques, right? So for me, I then started advertising them because that's what they told me to do and I was very coachable and I executed quickly. And guess what happened? I used this in a building that I had sold for the developer. I had crushed the sales of this building. I knew a lot of the owners. And when I would go to the listing appointment, you know what I would say? Can I ask you, what made you call me? They would never say my experience selling the building or because they liked me. They would say, oh, well, you'll do it for free if it doesn't work. I was like, you're kidding me. I gave a year of my life to learn about this building. And that doesn't matter, but the guarantee does. Does that resonate with you guys? So something you can do to give them confidence is figure out how to structure something where you're taking on the risk with them. Okay, these are some examples of different guarantees. 
I had a guarantee that we ran for a while that said, your home sold in 19 days or I'll pay you $25,000. You think that helped my phone to ring? Why did I stop doing it? I have no freaking idea, but I'm gonna do it again. Okay, agents. What are agents nervous about in today's market? Where the next deal is coming from. Yes. What else? Money. Are they going to make enough money? Are they going to be successful, right? So one of the things we're offering now, make 100,000 more in 2024 than you made in 2023 guaranteed or I'll write you a check. Would that give anyone more confidence that they were going to make money this year? Hell yeah, it would. Would this give people hesitation and skepticism? Yeah, they're like, that sounds too good to be true. Am I okay with that if they pick up the phone and ask? Heck yeah. It's about risk reversal, right? I know if I say, do this, do this, do this, do this. By the way, I have 159,000 opportunities in my CRM. If you do what I tell you, will you make $100,000 more? Yeah, I have no problem putting that guarantee in writing. Make sense? Risk reversal. Okay, number two. James, where are you? Dude, you totally stole my thunder here. <laughs> Educational seminars work. So, I told you earlier I was gonna come from a place of vulnerability and share something alarming and disturbing. Here it goes. We made over a million dollars in GCI in the last five years from seminars. And then we, we effectively stopped doing them. <laughs> what? Well, during COVID, we shifted them to be online. Remember, COVID sucked the life out of my soul. And they worked really well for about a minute. And then what happened during COVID? Everyone's life was on Zoom. So you know what they said about adding another Zoom? So we stopped doing them as consistently, right? But we've done seminars on how to build a dream home for new construction, right? We've done seminars on first-time home buyers, how to start your search, all of these different educational topics, right? So for you guys, let me ask you something. Quick show of hands. Are you guys paying attention here? Are you ready for me? Buyers or sellers? How many of you guys want to work with more buyers? Okay, handful. How many more sellers? Okay, well, we'll focus on that direction then. Um, so when you're thinking about, I just want to, I want to go deeper on this for a moment. When you're thinking about how to approach the avatar that you want to work with, one of the most underutilized resources that all of you have that is 100% free is the MLS. Simply by deductive reasoning with data, you can segment and target your ideal audience. What do I mean by that? Well, early in my career, I wanted new construction listings. Anybody want new construction listings? Say yes. yes. Okay, highest price point. Clear that we want that, right? Well, what I realized is that if I wanted those listings, I needed and to get the builder the deal. That's what they wanted. If I went out and said, 
hello, I would like your listing. They're like, dude, you and everybody else in the room, they all said they wanted it, right? So I was standing in a line. I had to differentiate myself. So when you think about how this applies, if I just said to you, how would you find senior citizens in the MLS? What's the fastest way that you could identify that target to invite to a seller seminar? Yes, yes, say that again. Absolutely. If you wanted to search in the MLS for someone who owned the property for the last 30 or 40 years, chances are they would fall exactly into that demographic. Does that make sense to you guys? Yes. Okay. But what's interesting, how often do people not do that? If you wanted to do a seminar for first time home buyers, how could you segment the people that are renting? Simply search for absentee owners and send it to those people. You guys can get hyper-focused lists that are free in your MLS. You guys with me? Yes? Yes. Okay. Are you guys waking up? Yes. Okay. Awesome. So why do I think for a senior citizen doing an event that is outside of their home, that is in the comfort of a restaurant, I think a restaurant is a great place, why do I think that that might be a perfect target? Well, it's low pressure. It's educational, they feel very insecure about the idea of selling a home and they haven't done it in 40 years. Make sense? So if I add a few partners to make it educational and very low pressure and it's not in their house, how do some of them feel about their house? Emotional? Emotional? Embarrassed because some of the deferred maintenance, some of them have active leaks in their basement and they haven't gone down to their basement for so long. I know this because I specialized in this demographic. They're very nervous about letting anyone inside and they absolutely are ashamed to let their neighbors in their house, right? You can offer an event that will help them. Okay, any questions before I move on? Because I get really excited about these things. The team that I just learned, learned, I already, I'm gonna to come to you in one second. Thank you for raising your hand. I love participation. The team that I just was reminded about the fact that I need to do more of these events, they're doing four to five transactions a month through seller workshops. Four to five transactions a month. And in our area, could we do pocketed events at different restaurants? And most of the time, the restaurant will partner with you and give you a really good deal because you're bringing new people into their restaurant. Does that make sense? Okay, what was your question? Yeah, when you were doing the strategy to meet um, that demographic, how many I would try and have it be hyper local, and so I would probably start off by segmenting like 250 people that are hyper focused, and I would invite them, but I would search it with the demographic I wanted and the likely to sell score. Okay, so where I would do the likely to sell score is in Remine, which is within all of our MLS. If you're in this market, if you're in another market and you don't have Remine, there are other technologies. What percentage would My goal would be for 20 to attend our first event. 20 people. I would want to keep it pretty intimate. Um, my perspective when we're doing buyer seminars, which we've done for years, is like, okay, if this person comes and a second person comes, I win. 
right? Because my ability to convert, I would be sitting down having a one-on-one -on -one conversation. Why wouldn't I have two at the same time? And that's a win. So a lot of people stop doing buyer seminars because they're embarrassed. They're like, well, only three people showed up. Okay, well, it's better than one, right? Why wouldn't you keep doing it? And it takes a while to build momentum. So the number one thing is don't plan on 20 people showing up for your first event. It'll take time of you mailing to the same group to get more people to be able to come. It's not necessarily because they don't want to come. Maybe they have a doctor's appointment the first time or family over, or they're not quite ready to sell, but you have piqued their interest, right? Okay. Mentors matter. So in one of the events I was at recently, there was a team leader that got up and he was sharing how he structured mentorship on his team. How many of you guys in the room are on teams right now? Okay. So I've already shared with you how dependent, I will use the word dependent. Is that okay? Isn't there like a term they use now where dependence is bad? Codependency. I don't mean that kind of dependent. I mean it in a very positive way. I have a nutritionist. I have a fitness coach. I have an energy coach. Like I'm a total dork when it comes to setting up the people around me to help me have clarity on where I want to go. You guys with me on that? How many of you guys have multiple coaches? I'm curious. Only a handful. Okay. So what I realized is when my team was smaller, I was the mentor for everybody. I'm like, come with me, come with me, come with me. But as the team growed, grew, there was a lot of collaboration on the team. But I needed to create more of a foundational mentorship program. Some of my newbies are looking me out there, right? Because what I wanted is someone to say, come with me, watch me do this, right? Let's come to this appointment with me. So as a team leader, making sure you have the structure to train people up front, and then you have the mentorship program to make sure that they are modeling someone else who has a similar personality style that they, they do or the right collaborative um, conversations. I think that's really important and something that I recognized we needed to shift. And then if you are alone in the business, a few of you raised your hand, find a mentor. I think I heard someone say that earlier on stage. Early in my career, I was able to find somebody who I really respected what she was doing professionally, but I also respected what she did personally. I think that's really important because if you find a mentor where you like what they're doing professionally, but they have a horrible life, you are walking down the wrong path, right? So try and model who you're following after both aspects of life being in alignment. Does that make sense? Okay, and you wanna foster deep relationships because how many of you guys have people in your life that you know they care deeply about your success in every aspect of life, right? I think when you're creating mentorship relationships, it has to be something where there's a win on both sides. It can't only be, hey, I want this knowledge from you. It has to also be, let me give this back in return. So try and figure out how to make it reciprocal What's the word? Yes, that. Okay. Were you ready? This is totally different than deep relationships. Some of you are like, no, not more about AI. Use AI or die. It was one of my lessons. So here we go. We're going to talk about it. How many of you are using AI now? Raise your hands proudly. 
Okay. How many of you have vowed to yourself that you will never use AI? Okay, there's three of you in the room who are hiding right now. Okay, so I'm gonna talk about what we're doing now and the future, okay? We used to have three full-time copywriters. Three, full-time. Now we have one part-time college intern. Pretty amazing, right? Oh, whoa. As I said earlier, my vision for our system is to help you get things done. I'll explain this in a minute. Turns out a big part of getting things done is making This is the call. future, not what I'm you doing now, but I'll tie it all together in just a minute. Maybe call a plumber in the middle of the week or even schedule a haircut appointment. Joe, you know, can you fast forward this to, to the message? We want to connect users to businesses in a good way. Businesses actually rely a lot on this, but even in the U.S., 60% of small businesses don't have an online booking system. Oh, we so cannot. So keep it going. Think AI can help this will be problem. worth it in a minute. So let's go back to this example. Let's say you want to ask Google to make you a haircut appointment. Has anyone heard this? Okay. What yeah, you were with me when I heard it. Google Assistant makes the call seamlessly in the background for you. So what you Oh no what? The most important part we didn't get to hear. Wait before you the problems with our system. Good. As I said earlier, my vision for our system is to help you get things done. It turns out a big part of getting things done is making a phone call. You Just turn turn the audio down for one second and let it play. In the of the week. Hi, I'm calling the book with a haircut for our clients. Um, I'm looking for something on May 3rd. Sure, give me one second. Mm-hmm. Sure, what time are you looking for now? At 12 p.m. We do not have a 12 p.m. available. The closest we have to that is a 1.15. Do you have anything between 10 a.m. and uh, 12 p.m.? Depending on what service she would like, what service would she looking for? Just a woman's haircut for now. Okay, we have a 10 o'clock. 10 a.m. is fine. Okay, what's your birthday? The first name is Lisa. Okay, that's enough. Okay, perfect. So I will see Lisa at 10 o'clock on May 3rd. Okay, great. Thanks, great. Have a great day, bye. Oh. Okay, so that's the future. Go ahead. Are you seeing your eyes doing this through artificial intelligence or So what I'm seeing, I think our ISAs are incredibly talented, but imagine if we could combine forces and utilize AI to do some initial calling to harvest the right opportunities to pass to our ISAs. That's what I'm seeing. And it's happening, so that, that whole thing, it's out of sequence, but hey, uh, that whole thing that you just heard, guess when that was uh, done? Seven years ago. Seven years ago, so imagine how sophisticated it is today. What, you guys know what Yalopo is? Yalopo just launched AIISA. They did. It's live. Well, it's in beta, but it's live for me. 
So uh, I haven't started using it yet. So it's available for me. I got in this room and I was like this, what? And then I went back and did the research. And I'm like, holy cow, we can start testing this now. Isn't that insane, right? So I'm going to back up for a minute because I kind of stole my own thunder by out the sequencing it out of place. But what we're doing it for now is already remarkable, OK? So we're using it. We do, I don't know how much you guys know about our team. We do 10 blogs a week, 10. Five of them are based on client avatars, downsizer, investor, first time home buyer, blah, 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 right? Five of them are based on geographic targets, DC, Fairfax, Loudoun, Arlington, depending on the target. We match what we're writing for content with exactly what the client is interested in. We send them on a sequence. All of this happens with one college intern because of ChatGPT, OK? Isn't that wild? Right? Now, you can't just do it and then send it, just to be very clear. If you do that, you're going to sound really bad. So you have to proofread it. But imagine if you have a whole outline and it's interesting stuff, and you're utilizing technology to figure out what people are interested. My team, what do we notice people are always interested in? Alcohol. It's crazy. You put beer in the headline, boom, they're watching, they're listening, they're interested. Best cocktails in Alexandria, we had like thousands of people who were just totally glued to that. Shocking, right? Because if we only focus on giving them content about educational, when you buy, when you sell, do they stay around and focus on your content for the seven years in between the first time they buy or the three years until the, the second time they buy? Do they stay in touch with you? No. no. You have to cast a wider net and be more important during the times that they're not looking to buy or sell. OK, then the other things we're doing, um, SEO terms, hashtags. We actually just got a plugin. This is new. That, that watches our YouTube video and then translates that into ChatGPT and then tells us what the hashtags are. So that brings us to, and we're doing AI, ISA. OK, that brings us to point number five, YouTube optimization. How many of you have ever been on our YouTube page? OK, a handful of you, not everybody. So if you want to get a great laugh, I never deleted my, my videos from the very beginning of my career. They're still up there. They are horrible. If you're ever feeling bad about yourself on video, just watch the, the first few videos I did. Um, what I noticed is that we have thousands of videos at this point. And the other day, I'm in this room. And I'm listening intently as this guy's talking about his YouTube strategy. And he closed over 300 transactions from YouTube. I'm thinking, he must have 10,000 videos. You guys think he had 10,000 videos? 700. I'm like, what in the fuck? <laughs> what am I doing wrong? We have thousands. He has 700. So when that happens, what do you guys do? When you see somebody who's doing something better than you and you're working hard, you analyze every detail of what they're doing, right? Yeah. So I literally was like, taking frantic notes, I'm taking pictures, I'm like texting my team, oh my gosh, research this guy, this is crazy. So it, some of the hacks I learned were super simple. Um, number one, this is him, you should study him. He did ask, by the way, please do not go fill out the form when you're studying him. That will flood his system and he'll be very mad I talked about him. 
Um, but if you need someone to refer business to, this guy's a badass. I'm so envious of how smart he is. So what he did that was so smart, he pinned. This was the number one thing I saw that he was doing different than what I'm doing. He pinned a comment and it says, schedule a call here with a form. Call or text us here and his contact information. We copied it. So simple. But guess what? People are watching our YouTube videos and where they can get a hold of us is buried. Sometimes it wasn't in there at all, guys. So we're going back through all of the videos. Once I become obsessed with something, can you imagine how frustrating I am to be around? Oh, I'm like very annoying. We're going back through. We're running every video that has over a certain amount of engagement. We're running it back through the, the plugin that we got. We're redoing all of the hashtags. We're re-optimizing it. And of course, we are pinning the comment. OK. So here's the form. It just goes through and allows somebody to tell us what are they interested in. Are they buying? Are they selling? We're gaining all of that information. Do you guys think that helps us to be more uh, focused on the person's needs when we contact them back? They're telling us all kinds of things. Their price range, everything. What? Yeah? There's actually more on this form. I hate to offer this because my team will kill me. You guys can't fill out my form, but how about this? If you want to, go on my Instagram and DM me if you want us to send a copy of the form because I don't want you to fill it out, but you're, you guys are all going to be curious what it says, aren't you? So you're going to want to fill it out. So instead of you doing that, just send me a DM and say, IG form. Kim, where are you? I love you. I am so sorry. I, the last time I did this on stage, by the way, they got 250 messages. And they were like, dude, I'm like, I'm sorry. I couldn't, I couldn't help myself. OK. Last one I learned from Casey. So I'm like, man, she's, she's getting a lot of leads from IG. And we've been doing IG for a while, and we're not getting as many leads as she is. Now, she's really funny, and she has better content than I do. But I'm like, I mean, I have a lot of followers, right? So what do I need to shift? One thing I noticed is that this, this is like huge. You guys see this? She has a signature. And it makes it again so that everybody knows exactly how to call her and how to email her. This may seem simple, but it's huge. Because you're reinforcing that you're approachable and you want to hear from them. Believe it or not, people are intimidated by you guys. They're intimidated by me too, right? So when they see that her contact information is there, are some people predisposed to DM? Like, you think I'm somebody who's like a natural DMer? No, I'm not a DMer. I'm a texter. That's me. So if I saw that, I might be like, oh, OK, boop. So I learned this from Casey, and we're starting to execute it on all of our posts moving forward. Casey, what gave you that idea? Because I haven't seen anyone else do this but you. 
honestly, I, I actually created this when I was texting clients and I'd send a video message of myself and rather spamming them with a bunch of information plus my video, I just sent a video, created that signature, and then I put it in my little notes in my iPhone. And I was like, I should be putting this on all my Instagrams too, even if it's not a real estate post. Which that's, a, that's pure gold too. This is one of the tactical things you can take. Mm -hmm. Don't only do it in your Instagram. Also, if you're communicating via text with the client, make sure you're including a signature via text. So when they're going back and looking for you, boop, Nice, I love it, super smart. Okay, the other thing is trending audio and obviously the, the read the caption, I learned that from Casey too. I did. I don't go on Instagram very often, so when I'm studying Instagram, I study hers first. So I'm like, oh, that's smart, I'm gonna do that, right? Um, and the other thing is copy, copy, copy. Uh, I'm forgetting his last name in this moment, Chris Perry. How many of you guys know who Chris Perry is? He's awesome. He did this exact video and I saw it and I'm like, that's smart. And it was the one where he's like, boom, 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 boom. Does anybody see that one? Yes. Okay, good. Because if I just you know, did the whole thing and then all of you said, no, I might be embarrassed, so we're good. So I was like, man, I like that that he did. I'm gonna do that and I don't have to be very creative or like, you know, be good at dancing or anything. I can just go like this, sweet. That one performed really well for me. Okay. Last thing, you guys, I hate being sold, like hate. Anyone else, when somebody starts selling them, they're like, ew, I hate it. So I'm not gonna do a whole pitch or anything. We offer coaching. If you guys feel like aligning with us might help your business, I'm just gonna tell you quickly how coaching works, okay? You get an opportunity every other week. How many of you are in our coaching right now? Yeah. So thank you guys for being in the front, by the way. I love that. Love it. Okay, so you get to be in these small group environments where we do a lot of masterminding. We get together three times a year and we go really deep and we also bring out people's team so that the team gets training as well and they get to collaborate and engage with each other. Um, you get access to all of our online courses. So for a lot of our coaching clients, when they have a group onboarding in the beginning, they go through all of our courses to learn the basics, okay? So if that's something that you guys are interested in, and you get a business planning session with us as well. This is our cost, it's $19.97 a month, okay? So you guys can scan the QR code and they'll talk to you and learn more. Um, that's it. Did you guys get a lot out of today? Yes. yes. I'm over on my time. You still got about that. Dan, you wanna come back down? Come on up here. I'm going to stay on stage with you. I hello, hello. Is it okay if I get a couple takeaways? Yeah, let's, let's do it. Okay, so what are some takeaways that you guys had from today? We won't stand between you and wine for very long. Uh, touching my database 25 times minimum. Um, that's something that Casey definitely talks about, but knowing like... Uh, the, how you break it down between the text, the calls, and the emails is something nice. I definitely am going to learn more about. Awesome. I love it. I think going into um, what you mentioned with what you're doing with the, the segment on seg segmentating and going into Remind and seeing the score and inviting them to an event and having a, a um, let's just say, a plan behind that of what you want to accomplish, I think is really great and something I should implement. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. 
want to hand him. We're closer. Apparently, uh, my Instagram sucks. Uh, I got to re <laughs> I got to redo uh, the whole thing. Um, besides that, this was super incredible. Thank you. Oh, I mean, thank it, it's you. like it, it was just goddamn. Awesome. Okay, two more. I appreciated uh, learning about different ways to engage with the community by, through community building events to seem uh, more genuine and promote the caring of being a realtor instead of just being out for money. So I really appreciated that. It helps with thinking of things to say to people because I do tend to run out of things to say and I don't sound genuine when I'm trying to figure things out, but I think that will really help me going forward. So thank you. Awesome. I want to share one story because James did a presentation for our team recently. Um, you guys got a ton of ideas about how you can engage. And one of the ideas that Jordan, who was on our team, she was in the front, blonde hair, she left it and she goes, oh my gosh, let's do a food drive for Thanksgiving. And we got to work. And so we're going in the neighborhoods. We're really focused. We found a, a charity to align with. And I think that's going to be absolutely huge for us. And we're really, really excited about it. There's so many different things you can do um, to have a huge impact. So I'm really grateful that he shared that with us and glad you took that away. Yeah. OK, I think we have one more left. Someone in the back. Don't, just because you're in the back doesn't mean that we don't want to hear from you. Kim is, or somebody. Aaron is in the back waiting to hear from one of you that is excited to take something from the event. Oh, look at you. You guys are all looking away from me on purpose. I see you. You're not hiding just because you're back there. Who has one? Well, we'll come to you next, Casey. Uh-uh, we're not taking the pressure off. You go, and then somebody, there we go. Um, be more personable on the Instagram and not just sound like a robot or not sound like just like a salesperson. So I, I've actually seen Casey through like the Carrie shawl. So I was very excited about her whole presentation. It was really good. Awesome. Fabulous. Okay, Casey, what's yours? Um, the YouTube pinning the comment I think is genius. And then being able to basically re-upload your video, even your old videos. We're not even taking them down because we don't want to lose our view count. So I'm yeah. glad you said that. Okay. All we're doing is changing the comments to optimize the comments and the hashtags right. without removing the video. Well, I'm going to go create all my videos and put in YouTube and pin a comment. So yay, we'll all be watching. OK, Dan, finishing thoughts before happy hour. Uh, thank you for everyone for coming out. I know there's a lot of choices. and. and a lot of fear right now and people are worried to take time away to work on their business because they're just really chasing that next deal. So I appreciate everyone for committing to that. And you know, I really like the microwave popcorn analogy, right? You know, you can't, you can't stop <laughs> every five seconds and, and, and get the popcorn. So it's time on task, consistency over time and you know, initially, when you try something new, no matter what it is, you, you might not see the results. Um, but that doesn't mean that you're getting better at it. People are becoming more aware. You know, invisible changes are happening. Uh, so don't don't quit 
before the visible changes start to happen and, and you know you get that hockey stick exponential growth curve up. Awesome. Okay, you guys, give yourselves a big round of applause and we'll see you at the bar. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode of the Hyperfast Agent Show and getting a live look into one of our events. We put these events on multiple times a year. We also do weekly coaching calls uh, through our Hyperfast Agent program, as well as for the agents who join us at EXP Realty. And if you're thinking about making a move to a brokerage that will allow you to keep more of your commission, become an owner in the company, and build residual income, Carrie and I would love to be your business partners. We will coach you. We will guide you. We will help you scale your real estate team. We'll help you build your revenue share organization uh, because we are truly partners with you when you join us at EXP Realty. And that's why we've become one of the fastest growing groups ever in the history of EXP. If you want to learn more about partnering with us, you can just pick up your phone, your cell phone, send me a text message, 703-638-4393. Yes, it is me that will answer and I'll respond and send you some information. And, you know, we can schedule a call on Zoom. All you have to do, if you're thinking about partnering with me at EXP Realty or, you know, you just want to compare it to the situation you have now so that you can make a fully informed decision, uh, you just have to pick up your phone, text me at 703-638-4393. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the show. If you did, please like it, give us some comments, leave us a review on iTunes, and share it with other real estate agents. We'll see you next time. <clears throat>